All right, welcome into Rum and Cinema. Uh, we decided just to go ahead and start this episode because Alita is the movie we're talking about, and Jesus Christ, we uh, we're gonna have a debate. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm as always. I'm Ben, joined as always by Nate and Jake. Nate, Jake, how are you guys? Not uh, too correct bad. about this movie. Yeah, thank you, God. Mm. <laughs> well, let's just get into it. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. So last week, uh, when we talked, you guys were pumped about seeing this Alita movie, and uh, thanks for that. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I I had my reservations, but I wanted to give it a shot. Yeah. Uh, I think that movies, well, this isn't necessarily an original movie, it's based on something, but sure. it was still taking a chance on doing some, uh, putting out something that wasn't necessarily mainstream popular and I was excited about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's bad though. So bad. So bad. So bad. But uh, I do want to, I want to start by asking Jake why, why he liked it because that's where we want to start. Cause I don't have a lot of good, good uh, point by point arguments for why it was so bad. I have one in particular that I'm, that it really bugged me, but other than that. Right. So I want to hear Jake first and then, and then pick it apart. Let's, All right, yeah, please. I think that's fair. I'll say this: the one thing that I hated about this movie was the a movie. lot of the dialogue it was okay. really, really bad. And I'm not going to defend it. It was comical at points. I mean, you know, I was rolling my eyes in the theater at some points. Yeah. What I did like was, I guess, just the, just the like the world aspect of it, like the whole. I don't know. It, it made me interested in that world, like. As bad as the, you know, I don't know. I wouldn't know if I'd say that the movie was bad. I wouldn't know if I'd say that it was good. But I'd see that if they had a sequel, I'd see that. Because I want to see more of that world. And I think that's a lot of the cause of why the dialogue was so bad. Was because they were very, very awkwardly explaining their world. That's fair. So it's like your glass argument that this is a world building movie and because of that it's good. Uh not necessarily. With with glass, I feel like the movie itself was honestly not bad. Yeah. It, you know, it had its bad points, but you know, it was still a good movie overall and I just I think it was a unique direction that they went in uh with glass. With this, I feel like they were actually going for a good movie and missed the mark. But I still am interested in the world because it is it is kind of an interesting world, you know, like, you know, the androids going around. They have this war. Uh, there's there's this like civilization that exists of humans, machines and and the mixture of the two. And it's all just kind of this, for the most part, seamless world. Mm-hmm. That's and, and, and then you have like these good these sky cities over these slums. And I guess that's it's just part of like the whole like anime aspect of it that appeals to me. Sure. And it's interesting because so I I never like I'm I'm like I'm a weeb myself, but I've never like seen or or read or you know I've never done any of the like Alita or Battle Angel stuff before. So it was hundred percent new to me. But what I'd heard about it going in was that it was actually one of the better adaptations because for the most part, you know, the live action adaptations of that stuff is tends to be pretty bad. But I'd actually uh, heard that, that was it was what, pretty good. Yeah, that, that was what got me excited was, uh, you know, friends of mine who uh, 
are in, into the anime scene said it was a, a really good adaptation. And yeah. I was like, that's awesome because I love anime stuff and I don't always have time to watch big long series mm-hmm. and yeah. I'll watch a movie. Perfect. Totally. totally. Uh, and my friend who told me this, uh, I, I confronted him and <laughs> he said, he said basically kind of what you were saying. And I agree that the, the world is really cool. For sure. Uh, but can you really credit the movie with that? Because it's not the movie that created the world. Like, there, this is based on source content that I believe is good. I, mm-hmm. I trust them. I haven't read it myself or, or watched it. I don't actually yeah. know if there's a, a series or something. But, uh, but it's based on something that's good already. So, yeah, the world is cool. But I asked him... You know, he he acknowledged. He's like, yeah, it's it's really heavy on the expository dialogue. Mm-hmm. But I uh, I said, is it worth it to see it on screen? If in order to do that, you literally have to the the world is so complicated that the characters have to spend every word out of their mouth almost explaining <laughs> what is going on in the world. Right. Like, would you rather not just like? have them make a movie that's maybe not as big a blockbuster and just trust that you have some grounding or you're willing to not know everything Mm -hmm. so that the movie can be with actual humans who speak in a way that a human speaks ever. (laughs) (laughs) See, I think, I think that's just sort of not, not even necessarily like an anime issue. I think that's like just a fantasy issue in general is you end up with these worlds where, they kind of want their people to, to speak uniquely, but then mm. they get confused about how they should do it. And mm. then it just ends up being this weird conglomerate of awkward English that just takes you out of the moment. Right. Well, that's I, I don't mean speak like human as in they, they have weird accents or ways of speaking. That's That's world building. That's good in my opinion. What I mean is that when I talk to you, I don't say you feel good about this movie because you are a person who likes anime movies. I don't explain to you who you are and why you care about things right. or explain to you why you need to do something. I just, we, we, we talk about how we feel about things or why we believe in things. It's part of that and, robot logic. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the people in the movie are humans. Right. <laughs> So far as you know, that's how deep uh, and intricate the world building is. You can't even tell. Twists. God. The, uh, so I wrote down some notes because I saw this movie and uh, I figured I, I, there's one of two ways I could go. I could take my car off the side of a bridge, which I wanted <laughs> to do, or I could write it down a bunch of stuff and podcast about how terrible it was. So I went with the second. Uh, first off. Uh, Hugo is the worst actor in the earth, right? The guy who played Hugo? Yeah. The, the, the uh, boy? Yep. He's awful. I don't know what Wait, else he's who's, in. Who's Hugo? The Sorry. guy that she falls in love with. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The worst actor I've ever seen. Yeah. You yeah, know, they, they, they take young young actors to play in these uh, young adult kind of things as the love interest, and some of their careers take off, and some of them don't. This, and this I is going to take off. I know which one. This is going to take off like a challenger. <laughs> Rocket did. It's just going to explode <laughs> in like 15 seconds. Awful. And when they revealed he was the one parting robots, was that supposed to be a twist? Because they like did it in a way that made it seem like, oh, it was Hugo the whole time. Like, did they, was that supposed to be a surprise? Because I, I, 
I mean, you took the mask off also. I was like, cool, dude. Are you stuck? Like, what are you doing? Again, like, it's, it's, one, it's, it's the classic challenge of adapting something that I assume is very long and has a lot of content. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and it did really confuse me because this clearly wasn't a self-contained story. That's, I'm sorry, I'm just going to pull out a little bit. It's one thing when you're challenged to tell a self-contained story, mm-hmm. but this didn't even end in a satisfying way. It's no. clearly not a self-contained story. It's supposed to move on. So why did we have to get everything, absolutely everything that we did get done, done in such a way that, to what you're saying, like, I have a feeling that was a great payoff and you had no idea in oh, yeah. the source material. But yeah, it was very, very obvious. Uh, it's just annoying because it was rushed in. Right, right. And yeah. it, it only makes me mad because this was clearly just setting up another movie, but they rushed in a bunch of stuff anyway. Yeah. They're like, oh, well, this happened in this. It's nine volumes, the uh, original manga is. And it feel like they just kind of like plucked a couple things out of the first couple. It's like when they did the story of unfortunate events or the series of unfortunate events, the movie. I bet it's kind of like that. Like you read the books, you're like, oh, these are great. And then you see the movie and you're like, why did they pick these three things? It sucked. <laughs> it sucked. Yeah, like an entire, I would estimate like five minute scene of them on rocket skates, which I understand is integral to the world, but we did not need to see street rocket ball. No, we didn't need to establish she was good. She's literally perfect at everything. (laughs) She's literally perfect at everything she tries on the first try. I think that's the first example of that, though. I'm just saying. But it you was the most awkward her. scene in the movie, and we got plenty of other examples that she is exemplary. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, say as this. well as that being told that she's exemplary because her body is perfect. Right. All right. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Sorry. Just that there were way more awkward seasons than that, and they <laughs> yeah. almost all involved Hugh. <laughs> yeah. He was he was just awful. Uh, I also I, like couldn't figure out who I was rooting for half the time. Like I know, like I'm rooting for her. But it seemed like she just kept finding out. It, it felt okay. So I know like she doesn't understand anything, and like that's the whole point is like she's learning everything new, like fresh eyes, naivete, all that good stuff. Do they have to treat us the same as we're watching? Like first, Christoph Waltz's character is the bad guy. Oh no, he's not. Then it was uh, Mahershala Ali's character and Jennifer Connelly's character. Oh no, Jennifer Connelly's a good person now. Like out of nowhere, all of a sudden, he's a good person for like five minutes. Yeah, that was weird. There was yeah, no I feel like we could rank them. Just switch. Yeah, yeah, it just seemed it came out of nowhere with almost no motivation other than like I had a daughter who died, so I guess I'll feel bad now. Like, well, you had a fucking dead daughter the whole time. Why is this all of a sudden different? <laughs> <laughs> it's a fair point. I just really enjoyed that. You know what? You know what I think would have really served this whole, if you want to call it a series, even though there's only one or like the universe or world or whatever, is not doing they, this first one. Well, if they instead of doing this first one. If the first one was like a prequel of the of the war that they continually reference, that way the first one is just like an you know like a space action movie of of this war that's going on that establishes this world, and then this movie would be just the story of Alita. Mm, that totally makes sense. Like have introduced the world, yeah, in an organic way where you see things yeah. happen. Uh-huh. And then you're like, oh, I understand how this world works for the most part. And then Alita is the exception, and we care about her in a f- in the next movie. Yep, hmm. exactly. See, I'd have to yeah. want to watch the next movie now for that to work. 
but it would if you did this. I, I, I'm with Jake. Uh, it, you'd have to like work in. You'd still have to work in Alita, but like, uh, I don't know. Maybe before that's. I, I can't think of an example of that being done. Like, have her be the protagonist in this war and mm-hmm. uh, be, uh, you know, a super powerful character among many fighting this crazy thing. Mm-hmm. And then the second movie, we recognize her face, but she has no idea who she is. Oh, okay. All right, that's fair. I mean, I still wouldn't watch the second one, but this, this <laughs> honestly was like, I, I was trying to go back to how far I have to go back to a movie I didn't like as much. And ben, it was like, you have to, 10, you have to BC picture your life before the movie. Oh God. I was such a picture. Having person. seen the movie. Ha- <laughs> I had hope. Having seen this other movie first. Yeah. No, I can't. It scarred me forever. I, we walked. So I was the last one out of the three of us to see this movie. And I texted you two right before I walked in and I said, I hope this is good. And then Nate sent me one back and it said, oh, I'm sorry. And I thought he was just kidding. And then I got done and I was like, fuck you. You should be sorry. (laughs) It was, god damn it. I'm so mad that we picked this movie. Yeah. But it's going to, I mean, the dialogue was awful. The story didn't make any sense. And the acting was most of the time bad. So I didn't have any redeeming. And even the CGI, like. I watched the show Death, Love, and Robots or whatever it's called on Netflix. Sex, Death, Love, and Robots. Is that new one? There's this episode called The Witness that has phenomenal animation style. Whatever animation they do. It could be like Scanner Darkly. It could be actual CGI. I don't know. But it was so much better than Alita. And I was like, well, what the fuck did I even see this for? This is what everyone said. Like, oh, the animation's so cool. It's James Cameron. Like, look at how good he's going to do this. No. This was immediately better. And it was 12 minutes on Netflix. So it just I don't know. I, completely I'm took me out of the movie. I'm curious what your points for that are because I, I, I didn't really have a problem with the animation. I actually thought it was pretty cool, uh, and it comes to that point of like this world to me looked really cool. Like I, yeah, it's, I want to know more about it. I want to see it more. I just I want someone to write like a different movie in that world, okay, and watch that. So I'm curious what what, what examples of like bad animation, well, were. not not bad like, necessarily, just that. That's the thing that everyone holds up as like yeah, what keeps you in the movie. It, but it's it, not you're good. It's not good. So much. Yeah. Yeah. I no, was so fair. out of it it's, from the dialogue. Like it. It was to me. It was just that the animation basically didn't look bad. Like the CGI didn't look bad. It looked sure. like it was just part of the world. Yeah. And the world looked cool. It like did. this concept of you know people just modding their body like it's no big deal and just. Mm-hmm having everywhere from, like, people replacing an arm to work to, like, total monsters. Uh, it was interesting. Cool concept. And it was, yeah, it was done, the, they had a, the CGI was done in a way that it doesn't pull you out of the movie. I was worried, the thing I was most worried about, like, monsters, fine, Alita's fucking eyes, I thought were going to oh, bug God. me, but it yeah. totally didn't. It didn't at all. It, at, it was, at, it, at first, I was worried, because I had the same thought, like, as soon as they showed Alita for the first time, I'm like, this is kind of oh, creepy, God. but you get used to it in like, you know, yeah, like, a minute and then it's normal. Yeah. 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 If anything, you're worried just that like the uncanny valley, it's not going to carry through an entire movie where her face is animated the whole time. The main character's face. Right. And frankly, I was pretty impressed. Yeah. No, that one was one of those uh, where the where we've come with technology. Yeah. And that's what James Cameron does best. But he also yeah. is not good at stories, which I which forgot. It's just this whole movie. Yeah, that's that's this entire movie. It's just James Cameron uh, suck fest. Yeah, 
Be like, pay $23 to see what I've done with recent cinematic technology. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, you can't know, wait for Avatar 2. If you come from that aspect, I'm actually not that upset. It's the same with Avatar. Avatar was not an innovative story, but yeah. it was cool. But at least Everyone the dialogue wasn't cringy. That, that's true. It's, But I do, I really feel like we can diagnose it as it comes from, like, they did not edit the movie. Like, they didn't cut out anything. Sure. It's, I mean, Robert Rodriguez <laughs> right. directed this, though. Like, how how does he mess this up so bad? That I don't know. He does good stuff. How does he let that go through? Like, how does he see Hugo act for five minutes and go, let's fucking get anyone else? <laughs> Here's my question. Do you guys remember the death scene for, man, I don't remember anyone in this movie. The the main the main villain of this movie, the, the, the part stealer. Uh, th- that's the actor, yeah. Uh, I'm trying Vector. to remember the character's name. Vector. Yeah. Vector. Do you remember the death scene for Vector, where he is being controlled by the the other guy? Oh, yeah. yeah, the blue eyed guy. Because that Edward Norton spoiler was alert. almost worth it. When he got stabbed, and he like looks down, and he's like, "That looks fatal." <laughs> and then he dies <laughs> or falls over. I I really forgot how angry I was because this is close to the end. Yeah, I forgot how angry I was and like legitimately laughed for like a minute straight. Yeah, but is that what I really enjoyed it. See, see, I think that part was actually good because it showed. That, I mean, you kind of knew the you know you knew that this guy was indispensable to the you know to the true bad guy. Right. Yeah, that's what I mean. I, I'm not making fun of it. I'm saying it was a legitimately great line. Yeah, showing like how little he gave a shit. Sure. Uh, I just wanted to call that out. I think that's the only thing in the movie that I really, truly was like, oh, that was good. I enjoyed that. I, uh, I think I was so out of it by then. I was just like, <laughs> is this over yet? And then they just kept going for like another 15 minutes after that. It was like the Hobbit. Remember the second Hobbit when we watched that? Oh, and God. like the dragon like came into its thing. We we're like, oh, finally it's done. And then it kept going. And we both audibly groaned in the movie theater. That's why I felt <laughs> the last half hour of this movie. That's I, I got like the reverse on this movie because I didn't realize that this was just an ad for the next movie <laughs> uh, and setting it up. Yeah. And so like she they they do what seems like the end of the second act of the movie. Yeah. Like Vector dies. Uh, she uh, her love interest dies. I, I don't I don't even remind me of his name. I don't Hugo. care. Uh, don't. Uh, <laughs> He dies inexplicably. We'll come back to that. Yeah. Oh, my God. The, the, Why the insane logic of this movie yeah. that makes yeah. no sense. How does someone die in this movie? Right. Explain it to me. He landed Explain on the human part of Explain how any one character died in the same way as another character. Because <laughs> I don't understand. I mean, Christoph Waltz can only rebuild so many people. <laughs> He's the only one. He's a busy man. We're out of also, parts. He's busy being a dentist in Django Unchained. He can't do it all. Yeah, I, I do have to say, Christoph Waltz killed it like he always so good. does. So and good. He's guaranteed. And, and, that was my it excitement. Was almost, yeah. It was almost this weird dichotomy of Christoph Waltz killing it. Um, uh, the, the the Alita actress, Rosa Salazar, she did good. She did she good. Did. She did. And then, but everyone else was just really kind of very underwhelming. Whether it was them personally acting, Hugo, or whether it was just <laughs> the weirdness of their lines and their character and behavior that just made it seem really awkward. But yeah, yeah. It, but he just it's just this weird dichotomy of him just doing an amazing job. It yep. it made me want 
not see Christoph Waltz back. <laughs> like, that's how bad this movie was. I was like, can we just have him come in and, like, stomp on the ground for a little bit and find six people underneath <laughs> this building and then kill them? That would be more exciting. To, we just need a final this solution this series. <laughs> <laughs> they did. That's what this movie was, the final solution. <laughs> Uh, Did Murder Ball make sense to you at all? No. Okay, uh, cool. I don't think it was supposed to, though. But that was, like, the coolest part of the movie. No, but I'm just saying, like, I don't think the rules were important. Uh, right. It's about, just like this it's movie. About it's the robots. perfect metaphor for this movie. Yeah. Don't worry about what's going on. Just fucking look at it, and you'll enjoy it. That's what Murder yeah. Ball and Alita are. God damn yeah. it. Fuck this movie. Sorry, I didn't like it. Can Murder Ball was pretty bad. Because okay. that's... that's <laughs> oh. That's all I thought of watching it was like I was trying to think of the I was trying to figure out the rules. Right. And you you just couldn't You like hold the ball well, and like it throw it in seem, a hole at the end or what? It, I mean the rules were pretty established in like there's one rule, like put the fucking ball in the thing. Murder. And then and then it goes to like the professional level and it seems to be mostly about murdering each other, right. not about putting the ball in the goal. No, it's murder. It's murder ball. Yeah. Well, because remember, they had all the murderers go in and try to murder her during Murder Ball. And Christoph Waltz, German, screamed at her for a little bit, and she couldn't figure it out. You know, it's very confusing. Oh, God damn it. So, would you see this? Would you? Okay, you both would see the sequel, it sounds like. No. Okay, no. good. I, good. <laughs> I, my, my answer was, I, I agree with Jake 100% that I really want to see this world. Yeah. Uh, I'm very interested in it, but... Based on this movie, I would not go and see another one. Would like, you read the manga? Yes, yeah, okay. actually. If I, yeah. if I get the time, I want to go back and, and actually read it. And then I'd probably have a lot more complaints <laughs> uh, about the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Partic- about oh, the movie. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jake, would you would you read the manga? Yeah, I would. Again, like that. that's what this movie got me interested in. Is I was like, wow, this world's really cool. I would like to know more about what happened, but... Granted, this isn't the best medium for that. Right. Yeah. It's like it's like a short form, uh, and they they pitched it as this like whole action adventure movie, which it was. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but, but that's it the wasn't thing. Good. Like, it's this is not the form for it. No. Like, you you have to make a different movie. It's it's like Avatar: The Last Airbender mm-hmm. adaptation. Like, they tried to adapt an entire season into one movie. Like, it's it's doomed to fail from the start. Right. I when I was excited for Alita, I didn't realize how much story they were going to cover in a movie. Like I was already upset, you know, for Avatar because I knew that you can't do that. It's not possible. Right. Like it's an impossible task that either you change it, which is okay if you make a good movie with the source material, or you split it up over eight movies like Harry Potter. Yeah. And that's okay too, but you don't like ruin the movie by trying to get everything in there. I think a question we asked a couple weeks ago, this would be a good answer for what movie would be better as a TV series, like the opposite of the one that we asked. And I think this would be better as a TV series. I think this on Netflix yeah. or HBO would be awesome. Yeah. Because that world you want to explore, like the world is cool, but they had to like put all this stupid bullshit to make it work in one movie and it didn't work. Yeah. Do you know that anyone who's richer of. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, did you know anyone who read the manga who saw the movie? Yeah, a, fr- a friend of mine from work who who said, you know, it was 
who said the similar thing to what Jake heard, that it was one of the best adaptations, which just is a low bar, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, like, I, I assume that he knew everything that was going on, and it was the question I asked, like, was it worth it to see this world that you probably didn't think was going to come to life? Sure. For, it's, it's a similar vein to, like, how I feel about Marvel, like, a decade ago, you could not have predicted that you'd be seeing all of these insane, like, superhero movies as blockbusters right. on the big screen. Right. Uh, and it's just, sometimes, even when the movies are bad, it's it's enough to, like, see it come to life. Like, see it be a real thing on the big screen mm-hmm. uh, that can almost rescue it. And I asked, you know, is it worth it to see this as a fully imagined thing on the big screen even though it's not good because they force it into the big screen. And he said he can't wait for them to make the next one now that they're done explaining everything. Dear God. Now that they're done explaining everything. Sure, so it's just a big He said he acknowledges the problems, but he hopes that it will be better going forward. Sure. See, I'll say this too. I didn't hear anyone acknowledge their problems about beforehand. I just heard that, oh, this is a great adaptation. Oh, we normally don't get, you know... I didn't hear any they complaints just, about the movie. They're just trying to trick us all into buying tickets because they know they need a decent box office return to get a second <laughs> no, movie. Uh, sequel, okay, I, know, see I know if we can get a sequel, it'll be great. <laughs> we just need three more hours of your time. I promise. Yep. <sighs> all right. So uh, would you recommend a lead it to a friend? No. Okay. Same. Jake? Two. It depends on the friend. It's not yeah. a one I would like blanket recommend. Fair enough. And you'd be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, if we didn't have to watch it for the podcast, I would hope Nate would tell me not to see this movie. <laughs> hey. You almost I did anyway. Told you, <laughs> I would have told you not to see it if I'd seen it already. Fair enough. Yeah, that's true. You're I like, recommended you it blind. You don't need this. You just narrate what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. I pulled up my text. I wanted to make sure. You told me you were walking into the theater, and I said, I am so, so sorry. Yeah, it was, it was genuine sounding, but... I didn't know how bad it was going to be, so I was like, oh, he's, I, he's oh, really joke. meant it. He, yeah, it was, he was right. You were right. Uh, would you rank this movie in the top three movies you've seen so far this year? Oh, you keep asking this question. Yeah. Uh, I gotta, like, theme. keep a running list of what movies I've seen. The answer is no. Right. Uh, because I've seen... Uh, Anything else. I've seen four movies, so it's not in the top three. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's really the honest answer, but, uh, Yeah. I'm trying to pull up a list of what I've seen. Well, we've seen uh, Spider-Verse. I saw that last year, Chump. You saw Sp- Oh, yeah, you did. You've seen four movies, though, so this definitely is in the top three. Yeah, yeah. Jake is in your top three? I mean, I don't think so. I can't think of what else I've seen, but... Don't consider how much we'll give you shit right. if you say yes. Yeah, don't... Just- Honest answer. Hey, Don't think about I'm, the fact I'm willing that, to stick to unpopular opinions and defend them to the death. You really are. But but I'm not going to, I mean, you know, this movie, I feel like it is what it is. It definitely has its flaws. Sure. The world is cool. Yeah. I'm, I'll, I'll see the sequel for sure, and I hope the sequel is better. If the sequel is more of the same, then I'm going to be like, all right, no, I gave, it a, I gave it a fair chance, and now I'm done. That's good. That's good of you to do that. 
I'm glad you could do that for us. <laughs> uh, Let us know. If you were to make a drink to go along with this movie, what would the drink be? That I actually had perfect. So Okay. Bleach, I made that's what I picked. I, I, I made these last week and right. and it was technically mojitos. But it was pretty bad. It was like cheap rum. I had the club soda. It was mint extract instead of actual mint. And then the simple syrup. And then so it was like everything because like you you want the mojito you like the idea of a mojito but it was just everything about it was just off <laughs> i fucking love that oh, yeah. and, and, and i drink it anyway oh yeah you finished all of it and you're like i'll probably have another that one was yeah fine. but if the next one gets me i'm out <laughs> yeah exactly like well I'll, I'll keep drinking it but once i run out of ingredients i'm done <laughs> okay so uh what do we call that like a well mojito <laughs> Like a, yeah. a well mojito with mojito. mistakes. Yeah, a mistake mojito. <laughs> I like that. We'll go with that one. Well, let's right. move off. Oh, yeah, what'd you have? Oh, sorry. I Well, we. Wow, I shouldn't have said anything. You could have skipped me. I didn't see. I didn't know this question was coming. Uh, but I, I came up with something real quick. Um, I don't have a name for this, but I looked up uh, cocktails with Pop Rocks oh, in God. them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I feel they like have- it's a good metaphor. So this drink, this shot uh, uh, recipe I found is tequila, blue curacao, uh, and then you pour grenadine on top so you get that, like, you know, jellyfish effect. Yeah. And then you pour Pop Rocks into it, and they start exploding everywhere. It's really cool to look at. I absolutely would not do it more than once, and uh, I would recommend it to a friend until I had it. And then I wouldn't. Sounds like a flaming shot. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> okay, so shitty drinks, right? You just have shitty one-time drinks with this. Yeah. Okay, I appreciate it that. It seems cool until you have it. <laughs> it sounds good. And then and you then see you it. And then you drink okay. it anyway. Yeah, you have three of them because they were a dollar. All right, well, let's move on uh, from Alita. Thank God. Uh, next question, what movie... Have you waited too long to see? So this is a question from Reddit. It was on uh, our movies, and they were saying, what's a movie that you put off seeing for far too long? So in other words, a movie that you didn't see, and then once you saw it, you were like, how did I not see this earlier? I have an answer for Jake. <laughs> good. Literally every good. movie we've ever talked about. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, because day of. <laughs> my, I, I was sitting there thinking about this, and I'm like, you know, I have a whole bunch of movies that I haven't seen yet that I should Right. Yeah. Just list a few of those out. Just shock the audience. Tell us your the worst movies that you still haven't seen. Uh, I haven't seen like Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Okay. Ugh. Or like Office Space. Um, th- there's wow. another big one that I'm actually saving later for for another topic. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, th- th- there's a lot of like uh, just classic movies like that. I'm just pulling up a list of classic movies. Shawshank Redemption. Okay, that I've seen. Okay. okay. Forrest Gump. Yes. Pulp Fiction. I don't think so. Oh, wait. my God. Is that the one with, like, orange it and in it. the colors? No, that's Reservoir Dogs. Okay. All right, yeah. Bruce Willis is Pulp in this. Fiction. Your spirit animal is in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> <laughs> All right, a couple more. Fight Club. Yes. All right. 
This isn't looking as bad as I thought. Yeah. Kill Bill? Yes. In Bruges? Yeah. That's top two movies all time. You're goddamn right it is. All right, just checking. The uh, other top two movie all time is Fifth Element, for the record. I haven't seen that, <laughs> to be honest. So I'll be seeing that soon. You haven't seen Fifth Element? Oh, no, Wizard of Oz. I haven't. It's... It's been a while. I really... We should watch The Fifth Element. I want to see Ben's reaction to it. I'm in. After how much Jake's talked it up. (laughs) It is... It is a movie deserving of praise, but not deserving of Jake's level of praise. I mean, Jake also liked Alita, so I just lower everything he says by about 30%. (laughs) And I figure that's about right. Hey, I wouldn't say I liked Alita. You didn't say you hated it, though, and that's the key. (laughs) Yeah, I'm somewhere in between. No, you can like what you like. That's cool. Uh, my answer was a movie that came out while I was alive and like sentient and like could pick movies to watch. Uh, I didn't see Wally for like eight years after it came out. Wally. Yeah, and then when I saw it, I was like, "This is like the best fucking animated movie I've ever seen." So that's the one I took way too long to see. And if I could go back, I would see it in theaters. Shoutouts to Wally because when Wally came out, uh, at the time my brother was uh, he was dating a girl that was Guatemalan and did not speak very much English. And he asked me, he's like, hey, I want to go out on another date with this girl, but I don't know what to do with her because of this language barrier. And I was like, take her to go see Wally. <laughs> and it worked? Yeah, I mean, They're they broke up now. shortly after, but not really <laughs> to the movie. The movie, <laughs> the movie stands on its own. That's a great movie. Yeah, the movie kept them together another year, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Nate, what's the movie you waited too long to see? Uh, when Harry Met Sally was my answer. Oh. Uh, again, came out. Uh, when did it come out? What it came out time. when? Yeah, yeah. Before we were born, but like it's a movie that's uh, gets you know a lot of references in pop culture. Yeah, like right before we were born. Yeah. Jake might have been alive. Jake, old man. You know, I've uh, never but, seen that movie though. Same. God, I'll, I'll have damn what he's it. having. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it's it has some really essential like a lines that everyone quotes and b like it's just one of those like foundational movies of like the genre that you're and you're aware of what I'm talking about when I say when Harry met Sally, even though yeah. neither of you've seen it. Right. And I, I finally got around to seeing it like I think last year, and it's really good, and you should see it. All right, what's going on? Uh, it's controversial opinion. <laughs> is it? No, okay. I just mean, <laughs> you know, Forrest Gump is pretty wholesome. Not that I want to like step on anyone's toes. <laughs> yeah, it's, I've heard it's really good. Like Rob Reiner, right? I think he did that one. It's supposed to be pretty solid. That's well, good. When Harry Met Sally, Wally, and uh, every movie. Honorable mention that I feel bad about uh, more recently is Sorry to Bother You. Because oh. I think it's the movie I was most excited to see last year based on a trailer. Like, you know, something I wasn't expecting. Uh-huh. And I still haven't got around to seeing it. No. Isn't it and streaming? I, uh, if it is. I'll find out. Let's, you keep let's, Yeah. No, that's it. I, I don't know anything about it because I haven't seen it. It looks really good. It looks really original and cool. And I keep paying lip service to that. And then I don't go see it in theaters. <laughs> I think I knew someone who saw it, and they were like, it's kind of weird. And I was like, it's a satire. He's like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Hulu is on it. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Yeah, it's uh, on Hulu right now. Uh, yeah, that's how you know so it's I'll weird. Just, 
Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say <laughs> it's on the third I'll, tier. I'll, I'll find a way to watch streaming it. service. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, you haven't seen this movie? Well, do you have Hulu? Uh, no. No, my parents do. <laughs> <laughs> they watch The Voice on Hulu. <laughs> oh no, that was a good one. All right, uh, Hellboy trailer. You guys like the original Hellboy, right? You know, yes. I like the original Hellboy, and obviously you can't judge too much from a trailer, but from what I've seen no. on the trailer, I like the original Hellboy more. Uh, yeah. This one seems kind of weird. I like the casting. I think he's a good cast, but Ron Perlman did such a good job, it's hard to take over. It's like whoever takes over for Alex Trebek next, like, good luck. Uh, but yeah. It's kind of that same feel. Like, it's a good idea. It's a cool story, but why, why, why do it so right now? Why, why do it? And- Bring wrong and I have an answer for that. Ooh, oh, that? go ahead, Jake. I just have the the correct answer, but I, I want to hear what you say first. Well, I was just going to say, I think what I liked about the original Hellboy movies was he was so, I mean, he was Hellboy, right? He's this, like, demon monster, and he's super powerful and all this. But he's also, like, very, very human. Hmm. And in this trailer, hmm. they I feel like they tried to show that he was. But it didn't come across as natural, which I get is hard to do in a trailer, right? Like, sure, because I'm I'm judging it based off of a whole movie of the previous one, rather than a couple of weird picked out moments. But it seemed like he was I don't know. It seems like just this action movie, and then they try and throw in like, oh, here's a joke. Oh, here's him, you know, having a normal human issue. And then it, and then so because of that, it just kind of came out weird. But that could just be like trailer syndrome. Uh, so the reason why do it now? The answer is Deadpool. Mm. Uh, this movie's rated R, yeah. and that's how Hellboy uh, should be. Yeah, but they could not have done that in a million years when Hellboy came out. That's true. Uh, I mean, it's just the reason. Uh, you got a glimpse of it. Like, there's some gore in this movie. Uh, Hellboy is, like, it's it's this superhero set in a world of, like, demons and dark magic. And, you know, Hellboy's like an anti-hero. And the, I love the first, I, I love the, the original Hellboy movie. Uh, and Ron Perlman's amazing. Uh, and he gets all the Hellboy, like, uh, character... But he's not allowed to, like, go nuts with it. Right. And uh, so one of the things I put in the trailer is uh, I hope that the trailer is just not showing everything that they can do with an R rating. Because I checked. It's it's rated R. Okay. Uh, and you saw some glimpses, like, in the fight scenes of some gore. But you don't see any, like, you know, raunchy humor. Not too much. Uh, they kind of hint at it. So I hope they go further with it, and that makes me excited for this concept. I think the key for your idea is going to be seeing the first Red Band trailer. Yes, which we don't have at all. That'll be kind of the tipping point for a lot of people, I feel like, if they're thinking like you are, which I totally agree, now that you bring it up. like That has to be it. And I think that could be a redeeming quality if they do it right. But if it's just gratuitous and unnecessary, then it's a waste. Yeah, oh, there's definitely... You could go too far with it, but... Uh, from what I saw in the trailer, I I think that it seems like they've got the idea right for the character, and I have a lot of faith in uh, David Harbour, based purely on Stranger Things, yeah. but that's all he needs yeah, to right. get the credibility. <laughs> I don't think a single person disagrees no. 
that like yeah. they're giving him the benefit of the doubt on uh, whatever he does next. For sure. Um, I thought the monsters looked really good. Like we got brief glimpses of some of the crazy shit that's going to be happening, but like that's what I want to see in Hellboy is just him fighting a bunch of giant demons. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought they got a start to the humor, but I agree with Jake that it was really awkward. I feel like it's the opposite of Suicide Squad. Like, I hope whatever company they hired to edit this trailer got fired and replaced. Because <laughs> it's the most awkwardly edited thing I've seen in a really, really long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. They the literally trailer. jumped tone. Like, the f- they they start serious. We can go play-by-play play in this trailer. They start so serious. Like, this quote from someone saying, like, it's your destiny. And then they kick it into, like, an upbeat song. And then they co- throw a couple, like jokes completely out of context and then a serious looking fight and then they go back to like one-liner jokes that don't land at all but like maybe they don't in the movie but i hope that they if they don't like don't pick those don't pick those ones to put in the trailer (laughs) right but yeah if that's the ones that they're picking for the trailer it doesn't offer a lot of hope i mean i just i hope that they're still shooting <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's the the trailer looked bad. Uh because of that, I hope, but maybe it's just a thing. The team, the chemistry between the team looks bad uh between him and uh his two team members. Mm-hmm. Uh and my biggest concern is that Hellboy sounds really weird. It sounds like he couldn't talk with the prosthetics over his mouth or something. Mm. Uh I hope that's not just not how he chose to play Hellboy. Mm, and yeah. that that will get better in the final cut too. God, I hope so. I'm Hellboy. <laughs> <laughs> it literally just started like he was like got like a bunch of stuff over his mouth. Right. Like I'm the huh. best player. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So I think we need to see Red Band trailer, and then we can actually decide if this is. I mean, we're gonna watch it, but we need to see the Red Band. Trailer yeah, first. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, next question. And then we're going to past cast future cast. What old movie would you pay $35 to see in a theater? This, this question comes up because to kill a mockingbird is returning to theaters here soon. So what classic film would you pay $35 or more to see in a movie theater? So the one I put here was another one that I haven't seen that I really should, but I would like to see 2001 A Space Odyssey. Oh. It's good. I've heard it's quite good. I've heard it's polarizing. Yeah. But also that you need to see it. I think, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a long walk. I tell you that. It is a long walk. And, and I think in a theater, it would get old quick. Uh, I I think it's a really interesting suggestion because I agree, like, there are, every time, like, there are parts where I get just straight bored (laughs) for a long time, and that's hard, that would be harder in a theater, but on the other hand, seeing it in IMAX, like, seeing the good parts would be incredible. Yeah, it might pull you in more, What's that? They might pull you in more, like, the the boring parts might just visually be spectacular enough where you're like, all right. I can handle this. Yeah, just like them, you know, floating in the space station could be cooler mm-hmm. uh, in in IMAX. And then, you know, the the, the scenes that we're thinking of uh, would be really, really incredible oh, to see. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 
That's that's an interesting suggestion. I like that one. Nate, what did you have? Uh, I had two. Uh, Jaws. Oh. I would just, I'd be totally happy seeing Jaws again in theaters. No, uh, I will fight you on that one. Jaws did not age that? well. It's it's just, it's it's almost comical now. You have to look at Jaws now as a comedy, which is against the whole tone and idea of the movie because it's it just didn't age well, and it's not scary. There's no suspense. Hmm. It's a good thing Kirby isn't here because that's his favorite movie, and he would shit on you right now. I'm Man. sad that he's not here. I, I I don't know if I'd go to a favorite movie, but but. I don't know. So, I, so not going to lie, I saw that movie in theater about a month ago, two months ago. Yeah, as I wrote it, I was like, I bet they do this. Yeah, and it was I, awesome. I thought it held up. I've never seen it before, so I had hmm. no like preconceived idea of what that should be. And they don't show a lot of the animatronic shark, which I think helps a lot. Um, and the story's cool. It moves quickly. There's compelling characters. Um, I like See, it. I'll, I thought it yeah, held up. I'll, I was going to say, what what I'm basing this off of, I've never actually seen Jaws. But, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but Stop. One time, uh, I, it was on TV. They were just showing Jaws on TV, and I'm like, oh, it's Jaws. You know? So I stopped to start watching it, and it happened to be a scene with the animatronic shark. Yeah. And then so I yeah. sit down, I start watching Jaws for the first time, and I see this animatronic shark, and I'm like, this is the great Jaws. <laughs> no it was like an no, Ozymandias you... situation alright give it like an hour and a half of your time and tell me if it's the same yeah just watch the damn movie yeah, the... <laughs> I don't know like, a girl walking with a bunch of weird animals down a golden brick road sounds stupid did you get that one Jake it was of... Wizard of Oz you haven't seen it alright what's your other movie Nate uh, the other one I put was Monty Python and the Holy Grail Ugh. uh I don't think it would do better. Uh, was that an uh or a like a or good, a, like oh yeah? Oh okay, good. good, good. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> well, I I always say like I I am <laughs> reluctant to watch comedies on the big screen uh, just because of how fucking expensive it is, right? Um, but uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, I I think it would be enjoyable to like see it with a big crowd. Yeah, uh, and also the ending would be, I I think. I think it was meant to be seen in theaters, uh, like the end, the very ending. Yeah. I, I don't want to spoil anything because I don't know if Jake has seen it. <laughs> Whoa, relax. You have then or no? Yeah. Okay, good. Thank okay. Uh, well, spoilers for a movie a, a from the sixties. Yeah. Seventy six. All right. But but yeah, the the ending where they like break it all up, uh, would, I think would be really fun. Oh, for sure. Do you think it'd be uh, like a Rocky Horror Picture Show kind of thing, though, where people are like going along with every line? Would you want to see I'm like okay that? with that. Okay. And again, yeah, I'm sure that this exists. That's, yeah. That's diehard. Like, for sure. Yeah. I think it'd be fun. That'd be like a midnight showing on like April 1st. I think that'd be a good time. Oh, yeah. Good. So the movie I picked was A Clockwork Orange. I thought of Ooh. 2001 Space Odyssey, but I thought uh, that's... It'd be fine, but I ran into the boring parts again. So I thought a Clockwork Orange would be cool to see in a theater, uh, just because of the sound, even just the soundtrack, like the score of that movie, would sound really cool in a movie theater. And yeah. the the action on screen would be super interesting to see, huge on display instead of just on television. I agree with that. 
I'm, I'm a little concerned. I would feel very uncomfortable watching oh, yeah. that movie around other people. Oh, yeah. 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 That's part of it. It's like going to any, like, uh, uh, who's the guy who did Kids, Harmony Cardine, any of his movies, like, in a theater? Mm. He was like, ugh. Yeah. Makes me, as soon as you said that, I was I was trying to, like, pull up the name of the movie in my head, but Enter the Void, too. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. I can imagine watching that in theaters. No, I would... There'd be three people next to me on acid, and I would be like, okay, this is going to be great. <laughs> At that point, you just take a tab from Yeah, I mean, let's all trip, you know? The trip advisor's going going with. Let's let's hang out. <laughs> the ushers know what's up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can't be that bad. Uh, so, yeah. as we always end our podcast, past cast, future cast, uh, this week we picked two movies that are vastly different. Uh, for past cast, we're doing The Wizard of Oz, and future cast, we'll be doing... Van Helsing. So let's start with vastly that. different. I, I could see doing a gritty reboot of Wizard of Oz as Van Helsing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Is that how you cast <laughs> the it? The Tin Man, the Lion, the Scarecrow's villains, <laughs> or or a lighthearted Van Helsing. Yeah, just I have a lighthearted Van Helsing. Prepare yourself. Oh, okay. We're off to slay the monsters. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's start with the Wizard of Oz and past cast. Uh, do you want to start with the witches? It's right, easy one. Sure. Yes. All right. I I did them as a tandem, and I hope all of you did too. Like with one with in mind, the other. Mm. So who's your good witch? So I'll start. I had okay. So for the most part, my my Wizard of Oz cast is almost recasting it as a comedy. Okay. Although, so for my good witch, she kind of stands out, but I think. It would be a very interesting good witch. I would have Lady Gaga as the good witch. Nice. That's cool. Yeah, she does have a lot of good songs and uh, kind of narrates the movie, if you will. So Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. I'm not I not similar, but I uh, I like your suggestion uh, because for mine I made the rule that Everyone has to be able to sing yeah. at least reasonably uh, to be cast. Uh, so I did Kristen Bell for the Good Witch. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I just want to see. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember what I got as proof that she could sing, but I can totally see Kristen Bell as being uh, the bubbly Good Witch. Mm-hmm. I've been watching uh, The Good Place recently, uh, and I'm totally sold on her. Period. Yeah. Uh, she's great. She is. Her podcast with Dak Shepard is amazing. Yeah, her and Dak Shepard. I'm kind of sad I didn't put Dak Shepard in this cast. I, I might change something real quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> he, he he pretty much just looks. Yeah, like he just scarecrow, is the scarecrow. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, my good witch. I have Kristen Wiig. Oh, I don't know if she yeah. can sing, yeah. but. I like her a lot in this role. Are you going for straight comedy as well? No, I went with the biggest blockbuster names I could think of that could also sing. <laughs> so it's going to be an interesting one. Uh, so can, out, Kristen, can Kristen Wiig sing? It's the only one I'm not sure. All right. So All right. out of the good witches, who I do we... I would still watch anything with Kristen oh, Wiig 100%. in it. But... I'm in so hard on that. Uh, who would we pick as our good witch? I like Lady Gaga. I think that's a good pick. I do too. <laughs> Uh, of these three, I like mine the best. I like Kristen Bell the best, but I do really like Lady Gaga yeah, as well. I think she'd be cool, and she—I think they could do a lot of cool things, like, um, 
visually with her too, which would be awesome. Yeah, that's that's true. Let's go with the Wicked Witch. Uh, I had Kate McKinnon. I think she would be amazing as like a physical actress for this role, where you have to like get all in your face and kind of like very witchy with it. I think she would crush that. I could see that. Uh, I had Nicole Kidman. Wow. Uh, I, I don't know what that reaction is. Uh, <laughs> Just nothing. Don't worry I'm going, it. yeah, again, based on Chicago cred, she can sing. Uh, and that that's about that's about as much plot as I put into this one. I'm not going to lie. All right, that's fair. Jake, who do you got? I, I put Jane Lynch. Wow. Oh, Holy cow. I th- yeah, I think she has the, the temperament and the acting chops to pull off, like, huh. you know, the Wicked Witch. And she was on Glee, ergo, she can sing. That's, yeah. As the Wicked Witch. You're not wrong. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, Jane Lynch is a great answer. Uh, yeah, I'll go with Jane Lynch. That's good. Uh, next up, let's, let's do uh, the Cowardly Lion. That seems like the lowest tier next. Yeah. Spe- speaking of lowest tier... Yeah. Um, I chose John C. Riley for that. Hey, <laughs> that's a good one. I like that a lot. He can sing too. Uh, really a lot. A lot of it was based on looks. Yeah, it wouldn't be much that's makeup. Right. Yeah, yeah. You just kind of have him grow his hair out and dye it, and then. <laughs> and his voice is wildly <laughs> funny. Yeah. All right. That's good. Plus, plus, I want to see some redemption for him since he's just been like the worst part. Of recent Will Ferrell movies, which are yeah. the worst recently. Yeah, he really needs to get away from that. Yeah, he really does. Although, Did either of you see The Sister Brothers? No, but I heard it was really good. It was really good. Yeah. You probably heard it from me. It's, it's really good. John C. Riley's really good in it. Is it him in Walking uh, Phoenix? Don't. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Joe Kwan. Joe Kwan. Joe Kwan. Joe Kwan Phoenix. I haven't picked which name I'm going to do really bad this time, but I have an idea. Okay. <laughs> Uh, my pick for the line was Hugh Jackman because I wanted to pick <laughs> wow. all, A-list, all A-list stars that can sing. So here they come. So uh, Hugh Jackman was my. I pick couldn't for see him line. as cowardly. Uh, he can do anything he wants, and he can sing like the best of them. He I really believe can. that he could do it, but I don't see it. Who at did he all. play in Les Mis? He didn't play some like strong guy, right? Uh, oh, fuck. He it, he wasn't like the cowardly lion. Okay. <laughs> he was still uh, he was still leading man esque. Sure, I mean cowardly lions leading man esque, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> he was a chappy for God's sakes. He was that dickhead in chappy. He can do anything. Wow, yeah. Who's he in chappy? Uh, the dickhead. Anyway, the dickhead. The other computer programmer who likes tries to take over the world. In Les Mis, he was Jean Valjean. Yeah, isn't he a coward? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's uh, going to fit the hey, theme, all right? Just keep going. Keep keep going with it. Who, right. Who's your lion? Uh, I had I I had to clarify my one exception to the being able to sing, because I think it'd be better if a lion can't. <laughs> a Seth Rogen. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> no, no mine is particularly going for comedy. Uh, you know, it's all lighthearted. It's, it's, it's fantasy Wizard of Oz-esque, but nothing specifically comedy except Seth Rogen as the lion. <laughs> The Chronic Lion, Seth Rogen. (laughs) 
Man. Oh no, the poppy fields. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who do we pick as our lion? I like I like Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Fuck you, no. <laughs> I think we all lose. I like John C. Riley. If I can't I have you, pick Jackman, John C. Like Riley is my favorite. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, that's a good choice. And he can sing. I'm sad I didn't think of John C. Riley because he can also sing. That would have been like my <laughs> answer, but better. My backup was so Josh. I'm gonna Gad. go with John C. Riley. Josh Gad was my backup, but yeah, that's way better. I know. I want to go all eight. Just listen to the whole list. All right, it's gonna work out. Uh, next up would be the Tin Man. Uh, my Tin Man is Keanu Reeves. Wow. Your theme is the worst answers, I think. Oil. (laughs) (laughs) It's not, no, it's A list, and he can sing, all right? Tin Man. Could you imagine, uh, like, Tinny, Keanu Reeves, just like. Ken, what what is he singing? I don't know, he's in a band. Like, oh, is he really? I think so. Compute. You think so? No, I don't. I'll look it up. Wait, yeah. (laughs) I was going to gloss over that, but when does he sing? He's in a band called Dogstar from 91 to 2002. So, yeah, he can sing. And then he became an actor. <laughs> he was a bassist and backing vocalist. I'm the bass player. <laughs> yeah, Tin Man is the bass player of the Wizard of Oz, I'm right? I'm the bass player. Do you like Jesus. play bass? <laughs> Keanu Reeves. Tin Man. No. He could get redemption so for much. Toto for John Wick, too. Like, it all comes together. Ah, there we go. That's the only version in which this works. Okay, good. Jake, who's your Tin Man? Tin Man is Norm McDonald. Who? Norm McDonald? Are you kidding me? Norm? No, no sorry, no, no. you cut out. You you cut out. Yeah. Oh. I just heard no, and then silence. And I thought my phone died. Norm McDonald. I so you laughed could, at Keanu uh, Reeves, but you picked Norm McDonald. <laughs> you know, I think he would be funnier than Keanu Reeves, at least. Sure, but yeah, he's going for a comedy. You're not. That's true. That's, it's different. Yeah, I don't. The Tin Man doesn't have a lot of lines. I don't know how Norm Macdonald works with that. Yeah, it, it is uh, a bit more uh, physical comedy. Yeah, like he's got the the Tin Man scene. Maybe like Jim uh, Carrey. I still i I think I I'm finally gonna win this one. All right, who do you got? And prevent Jake from sweeping it. Justin Timberlake. Hmm. Yeah. Pretty sure it's what I put last time, it but is. I don't care. <laughs> it's still right. Some of my answers were just right last time. I think I feel like you would do a better job of Scarecrow. No, no, you're wrong. Oh, okay. yeah, well, because of Scarecrow, he could do his dance moves. He can't yeah, do exactly. that with Tin Man. Tin Man. No, as Tin Man, he can do his dance moves. He's, he's not that tinny. You're cons- you're constraining him to do the robot. <laughs> there, I broke Jake. There are scenes. <laughs> He hasn't seen Wizard of Oz yet. He doesn't know. Don't spoil the, it for yeah, him. Yeah, you you cannot argue about this. What are you talking about? I actually have no, not there, seen the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> there are there are physical comedy scenes with the Tin Man that remind me of the SNL. Uh, oh, what is the it? Egg one. Taco Town coming scenes. on down to Amnivale. Yes, yeah. exactly. Fair enough. All right, so I'll vote for Justin Timberlake. I guess. I'm right, voting for well, Keanu Reeves. I'm not going to vote for Keanu Reeves. He's so good. <laughs> he is so good, but not as Tin Man. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Jake, it doesn't matter, but who'd you vote for? I'll vote for 
Keanu Reeves. All right, thank you. Fuck you. <laughs> come back next week. Nice job. Hey. All right, so let's move on to the Scarecrow. Nate, who's your Scarecrow? So that's why Justin Timberlake isn't better as a Scarecrow, because I'm also sticking with my answer here that it's Neil Patrick Harris. All right. It's the only answer is the Scarecrow. Interesting. I say switch him. Yeah, I think that'd be I better. I disagree. We need our first ever user involvement because, Jake, you cannot talk about this. <laughs> and, and Ben, I just disagree. <laughs> I. So when I say this name, I want you to imagine him jumping on a couch. Tom Cruise as Scarecrow. I, like I don't it. hate it. All right, good. It's the best you're going to get from me. He's just crazy enough to play the Scarecrow. And he has to be there the whole time. Like, he's the first one she meets. So it has to be uh, someone that can, like, carry a story for a fairly long time. Yeah, yeah, with just Dorothy and Scarecrow. Tom Cruise, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jake, who'd you get? I'm just, I'm yeah. trying to picture your Wizard of Oz yeah, it's, with this cast. It's Keanu Reeves as Tin Man, Hugh Jackman as the Lion, Tom Cruise as Scarecrow, the Good Witch is Kristen Wiig, and the Wicked Witch is Kate McKinnon. I'm just... I'm I'm waiting for your Dorothy, but I'm just picturing Keanu Reeves, Hugh Jackman, and Tom Cruise, yeah. and they're all going to be clearly recognizable uh-huh. because they don't... They're not in movies where they're not recognizable. Uh-huh. <laughs> just walking down a fucking road, arms linked, skipping. Yeah. <laughs> Singing We're Off to See the Wizard. Yes. With the best Dorothy of all time. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Anyway, Jake Scarecrow. Uh, my Scarecrow is Michael Sarah. Wow. All right. I don't hate it as much as I thought I would the second you said it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I, <laughs> think that's the, I think that's the initial reaction anytime you hear Michael Sarah, you're like, Ugh, no. And then, you, and then you think about the context of what was said, and you're like, you know what? He Maybe. could be the Scarecrow. Maybe he will. The Scarecrow's a dopey guy. You don't know that. A I mean, he literally does have a brain nose here, right? Yeah. All right, who are we picking? I picked Tom Cruise. I picked Neil Patrick Harris. I'm willing to admit when I'm wrong, and I'm not wrong this time. <laughs> I pick Michael Sarah. All right, we're going to tie on the Scarecrow. We'll leave it up to the viewer. <laughs> Tweet us at Roman Cinema. No, don't. Uh, last one up, Dorothy. <laughs> Let's complete The Wizard of Oz. Nate. So... Oh, Jake, uh, wait, please. I'll start, no, you're I'll start right. with you're mine. You're out the gate. Get it. I'll start with mine because I couldn't think of a Dorothy at all. Deadass. So I put for the Tilt Factor, I put Rosa Salazar, <laughs> a.k.a. Alita. Just a CGI Dorothy. Oh, my God. <laughs> with, the, with big-ass doe-eyed. anime eyes. <laughs> yeah, doe-eyed Dorothy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, well, I know you lost. Jake or I'm, Nate, I'm who you got? confused and upset. Yeah. Uh, so I have uh, Amanda Seyfried. Okay. Um, if the name's not safe. immediately recognizable, say yeah. Safe, a safe choice. Yeah, it's not bad. Someone who can dance or sing. Yeah. I, I assume she can. Also dance in well. Lame is. I don't know. She's pretty white. <laughs> I don't know if I buy her as a Kansan. <laughs> have you seen her voting uh, record? all right all right get out of here uh you want to hear the winner (laughs) cool choice bro yeah yeah i want to hear the winner miley cyrus 
Yes. All right. Wow, I'm surprised you're not all about that. I saw, I actually saw it on your on your list of notes before we started this. And I'm like Miley Cyrus. That is really good. Yeah, she can play like the innocent. She can sing. She can dance. She can do all of it. And yeah. her. So here's my Wizard of Oz. Miley Cyrus is Dorothy. Tin Man Keanu Reeves. The Lion Hugh Jackman. Scarecrow Tom Cruise walking down the whole time. Tell me you wouldn't watch that. Tom Cruise. As There's a difference between I would watch it, obviously, because I'm curious how you got them all to agree to this. <laughs> but none of them are going to commit. Yeah, they will. You tell them James Cameron is directing. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and you can only smell the movie. You can't even see. <laughs> so Miley Cyrus wins, right? That's the Dorothy? Sure. All right, good. I need one. Uh, so that, enjoy our Wizard of Oz. Uh, let's look in the future. Van Helsing is getting a reboot. Thank God. It's going on with the whole uh, the mummy that they redid, and they're doing a whole movie monster universe. And Van Helsing is kind of the cap to that. So we're gonna yeah. recast. We're gonna future cast the Van cap Helsing before it even began. Yeah, it's just they were like, "Yeah, we give up. Put it in the ground. We're just gonna, yeah." yeah. <laughs> so let's start with the Bride of Frankenstein. Uh, who do you have as the Bride of Frankenstein? I have. Uh, may not be super recognizable. I have Emily Beecham. Where can we see uh, I know her from uh, TV series Into the Badlands. Oh, I really like that one. Yeah, yeah. I, I like Into the Badlands a lot. And she plays uh, the widow who is... Uh, th- so in, in Into the Badlands, uh, it's basically like a you know, future apocalypse type of wasteland where everybody somehow knows martial arts. So it kind of has this... It's kind of this weird mixture of like, uh, you know, like martial arts style plus Wild West plus uh, apocalyptic future. Sure. And she she's one of the the barons or baronesses that uh, that like actually runs this world. And and I think she'd pull it off. You know, she has like a a powerful presence. Sure. And I think that's kind of what's needed if you're going to be playing a monster, essentially. Yeah, that's really good. I like that a lot. Nate, who's your pick? So for every one of these, I have two picks. Okay. Uh, a serious version and a comedy version. Uh, I don't know which one I want to see more. Uh, so the serious one, I was really trying to think of, like, the the monsters and trying to picture both, like, their physical characteristics and how I expect them to act. Uh-huh. And the funny one, I'm just, I think it'd be fun. Uh, so for Bride of Frankenstein, uh, I have Christine Baranski as the Bride of Frankenstein. Um, if the name's not familiar, uh, she is in a lot of TV, uh, but she was in Chicago. She was in Mamma Mia huh. as one of the, um, friends of the, the mother. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah and okay. so if you, if you see like, yeah, yeah. uh, I, her face looks very um, pointed, I'll say. Uh, and she 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 has a very much she has like an air of like being she, too. She good, has the right like amount being, of polygons on her face to, yeah, to capture that's this correct. role. Yeah, uh, but she she has like she uh, everything I've seen her in at least she has an air of being like uh, pompous and like rich 
And so that's what I picture the Bride of Frankenstein in, in my movie, at least, as being kind of just like flippant and doesn't care. Yeah. Uh, it kind of provides some of the comedic relief okay. compared to the rest of it. Uh, and then as my funny, pretty much the same thing, but uh, in a sarcastic way, instead of instead of being kind of like, ha, 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 being uh, just a jerk as Aubrey Plaza. <laughs> yeah, she could, she could pull that. Ah, uh, yeah, you know, I could see that. Cause actually, before, uh, before I settled on having Emily Beecham, I had Laura Perpon on there with a question mark Ooh. for kind of the same reasons, although not as intense. Yeah. I think she can just pull mm, off that attitude mm. really well. Damn. I actually, I, I like that for either one. Yeah. Laura Perpon's a great, she's a great she's choice. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'll throw in Lauren Cohen from The Walking Dead. She was uh, Stephen Yen's wife for a bit on there. I just think she has the right gravitas to bring to it, and I think she'd uh, she'd do a good job of that. But I like Lauren Prepon better, so I'd go with that one. <laughs> oh, Lauren Cohen. What was she in that I was watching recently? The Walking, the Walking Dead. Uh, no, not The Walking Dead. Yeah. There's something else. <laughs> recently, uh, recent. maybe three years ago. <laughs> uh, come back. To, I, I'll figure it oh, out. Boy. No. Oh, Chuck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Awful. All right, anyway. She also plays Martha Wayne, so you get to play that. Uh, so I would I would say, Laura, honestly, Laura Prepon. I'd, I'd pick her out of all these. I like it, yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right, let's move on to Wolfman. Who is going to be your Wolfman? I'll start. I had Ryan Hurst. Ooh. From uh, Sons of Anarchy. And many other things, but Sons of Anarchy most recently. He just has the look... And the feel of someone who could like turn into that beast at any time. Yeah, yeah. And in all honesty, that's kind of what I was going for when I was like, you know, when you think Wolfman, you need that certain type. You know, you need that look more than anything yeah. else. Like a Tom Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Uh, what did I we just put a blanket ban on Tom Hardy? We're getting. That's that. who We're I put. <laughs> he's a great pick. Like he's it's Venom. He's basically playing Venom. He is a great pick. He is a great pick. Uh, I tried. I really tried to like avoid picking people I've picked too much in the past yep. this time. Who'd you pick? Uh, so for serious, uh, Jason Momoa. Nice. Uh, just as like, just like unhinged. Uh, like he he obviously because of his look plays like uh, badasses. Mm -hmm. Like that's all we've seen him as. Mm -hmm. But in uh, he's tends to be like either more stoic in Game of Thrones or just kind of cool in Aquaman. I don't know, like kind of like a bro surfer yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, I just want him to be like insane sure. in this. Uh, <laughs> this might be my favorite pick in this whole thing uh, for the funny version. Adam Divine. It's <laughs> hmm. <laughs> just like a little hairy <laughs> <laughs> wolf boy. <laughs> he's just—he's like, yeah. His his nails get a little sharp. <laughs> Dude, you got a beard. <laughs> I went. I went full wolf, man. You barely have sideburns. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, yeah, I've been trying to grow them out. <laughs> you're mutton chops, man. Uh, Jake, who are you voting for? Hmm. Well, not Adam Devine. I like that too. 
That'd be funny. I said not. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I didn't hear that. Get your microphone in order, man. Yeah, it cut out again. I thought you were going for it. <laughs> you know what? You literally, and we just heard, I say David. Yeah. Speaking of microphones. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll speak of those later. We will. We'll get that figured out. Sounds ominous. Mm. <laughs> anyway, who do you actually vote right. for? Don't say who you're choice. not voting for. We didn't ask that. Uh, you know, I, I give it to Ben on this one. I think All right. I like I like Tom Hardy, but, you know, Tom Hardy's a safe pick. Ryan Hurst is, I don't know, Ryan Hurst is grizzled. You you know, yeah. he just, he's grizzled. Yeah, I would also vote for Ryan Hurst. Well, I guess it doesn't matter then. <laughs> well, you know, you can voice your opinion. It's just going to be like a yeah. full count. We'll just roll our eyes. Yeah, I actually agree. All right. Let's move on to Mummy. Who's your pick for the Mummy? So my Mummy, uh, I, I, I went for, you know, the Mummy's wrapped up. Doesn't matter what he looks like, right? The dude's, you mm-hmm. know, wearing Charmin. Uh, I put Matthew <laughs> McConaughey. Because I no, feel like his, his, his ahs would be really satisfying to hear. Do you guys know how long I've been in this rat up suit? <laughs> About as long as this Lincoln can go without getting new gas. Uh, yeah, see, that's... 48 miles per gallon. <laughs> that's exactly it. He has, he has the perfect so pacing. He, he has the perfect pacing to be the mummy. Do y'all know what 1200 AD look like? <laughs> Jesus. You ever been under a pyramid? <laughs> All right, Nate, who you got? Uh, so I actually disagree with Jake about him being wrapped up anyway. Wow. Uh, there's no there's no way they're not going to show, a, like, a flashback uh, oh. for this movie. Like, you're going to see him as, as the mummy wrapped up, but you're also going to see, like, something. So the I chose two These movies have to be four hours long. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So I picked the perfect casting for Tutankhamen. I picked Rami Malek. Hey, me too. Dick! Well, I'm glad He's I went Egypt. first then. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I almost said it as you were talking. I was like, oh, Rami Malek? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just picture him being an arrogant prick. Yep. Uh, and then being the mummy. And I think when he is the mummy, you're still going to see his eyes, and his crazy eyes would be perfect yeah, as the mummy. Yeah, I agree. And then... Oh, God. Second place for most excited cast uh, for the funny version, Kumail Nanjiani. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just being a really whiny, like, he was spoiled when he was a pharaoh, and he woke up, and he's just, like, really annoyed. <laughs> he's always asking for more LaCroix. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I just feel like we could, like, not kill him, and it would be fine. <laughs> Can we do this at a later date? It's not going to work for me. I'm actually sold on that. I didn't I'm think voting I for Rami Malek. <laughs> Did you say, oh, you picked you picked Rami as well? Oh, ben. yeah. I'm, yeah. All right. I'm, I'm also voting for him as the pick. <laughs> okay. I'll take that. All right. Jake, who would you vote for? Um, fine. Yeah, honestly, he's a good pick. Mm-hmm. 
I think he played one in uh, Night at the Museum too. So that didn't work out. Oh, that's right, he did. Yeah, he played a pharaoh. <laughs> Literally, just that. But he didn't really. Oh, okay, yeah, he's got the resume yeah. for it then too. <laughs> <laughs> he's got past experience. Uh, all right, so Dracula. I had the easiest time with this one. I have Christoph Waltz as Dracula. Oh, thank God. I thought you were going to say, all right, anyway. I picked the right answer, so it doesn't matter what you say. Christoph Waltz. I, I disagree so Are you kidding me? He was charming yeah. as Hitler. That's what Dracula basically is. Like the most charming person in the world. He, he can't not be a little bit German. That's fine. Dracula's like some kind of German. Yeah, I, I actually agree with that on that. Scandinavian is really just a German subtype. Yeah, Transylvania is basically Germany. Mm. All right, Nate, who's your pick? Mm. This is the only one I broke my rule of not picking someone I always pick. Pete Harrington. Benedict Cumberbatch. No, goddamn. No. It's gross. He is, no. Picture like his it. goddamn face just stretched out a little bit. He is the perfect Dracula. His face no. stretched out? We're gonna we're gonna need yes. we're gonna need legal sized letterhead for that. <laughs> yeah, That's why he's only. the perfect Dracula. Him <laughs> with a scowl is Dracula. Hmm. He just has to look a little angry. I'm looking a little angry right now. I I know when I'm right. Well, check your radar because it's Christoph Waltz. Jake, who'd you pick? Oh wait, you have a funny one too, don't you? I do have a funny one. Or was that the funny Actually, one? Actually, I have I two funny ones. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Here's the name I'm going to get right wrong, even though I think I've been corrected on this podcast before. But uh, Christopher Mintz Plaza. Plaz. Plaz. There yeah. you go. You're Plaza. trying too hard. Uh, yeah, so there's two there's options. Really Again, nothing. I just assumed he said it that way. I don't know. Uh, so it's either him being like, like thinking, trying to like be the leader and thinking he's cool. Be like, "What's up, guys?" Uh, or just Christopher Walken being himself. Okay. Either one. I'm. I'm oh, I like Walken is played Dracula. That's that's your best choice. I feel like Walken is played Dracula. I wouldn't be surprised. Up. I'll look it up. But like Walken himself right now playing. <laughs> they don't even give him a script. <laughs> he just walks in. That guy figured <laughs> out. Chris, you got this. Ah, who am I playing? All right, Are you here for everything? Jake, who do you got? Okay, so I want Matthew somebody... Matthew be a good Dracula, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, he played, he I, played Dracula. I wanted somebody who was like, uh, you know, like, he, he could pull off the gravitas. A very talented actor. Christoph. Uh, I went with Benedict. I went with Alan Rickman. Oh. Yikes. Hey, uh, funny story about Alan Rickman. <laughs> um, yeah? He's dead. Yeah, perfect. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, well, can't argue with that. Uh, he was great <laughs> as Snape, and I guess Dracula's close to that. Say again? He was great as Snape, and I guess Dracula's close uh, to that. Yeah, so, yeah, true. You know? uh, he, yeah, he I'm gonna, literally turns into a bat. He d- <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Uh, I'm going to go with Christoph Waltz. I'm That's not out of spite. <laughs> I'm going to go with Christopher Walken. Fuck. Thank you. God damn it. All right. Christopher Walken. Uh, and finally, Van Helsing. The, uh, I went the with, hero. Uh, I went with somebody that I've chosen before and will continue to choose. That is not Bruce Willis. Oh, God. Oh, man. I did not see I that coming. With, yeah, right. 
I went with Vigo Mortensen. Oh, fat Vigo. I almost picked that. Yeah. And based on the rule I had established earlier, I said no. You'd said that the last two times, but that's a great choice. No. He is yeah, just. It, it is a great choice. He, he is just Van Helsing. <laughs> you pull up a picture of him in Lord of the Rings, and you're like, "Oh, is that Van Helsing?" Yeah. All right, Nate, who'd you pick? Uh, so for serious, I picked Keanu Reeves. Wow, that was I, a serious choice. Uh, yes, and I am very serious about it. And I feel like if, you might have mixed up your columns at some point. If you're <laughs> upset about it, you go talk to John Wick. Okay. Uh, I the way I'm picturing this is the the monsters are more important. Like I feel like I want to see scenes in my serious movie of the monsters interacting, like uh, you know, in a room together dealing with the Van Helsing problem. Uh, because all five, four of them are very different character. Uh, like I mentioned, Mummy's like a dignified asshole. Dracula, as Benedict, is just like straight up creepy and evil. Uh-huh. Uh, Nobody. Bride of Frankenstein is like rolling her eyes, and the Wolfman is like just insane. <laughs> uh, so Keanu Reeves is more just like a serious, like coming to murder them. Sure. Uh, you know, we like him, but he is. That's that's all that he he's really more of a prop. So it's John Wick for for monsters. Exactly. Okay. And then for funny, I put The Rock. Oh uh, shit! And keep in mind, my cast of funny monsters is Kumail Nanjiani, Christopher Walken, <laughs> Aubrey Plaza, and Adam Devine. And The Rock is just coming to murder them. Holy fuck! Yeah, you know what? I really would watch that. <laughs> I feel like that would be like uh, the Baywatch movie. Everybody's like, "Oh, it's stupid," and then everyone goes and sees it, and they're like, "That was actually really funny." That's what I'm, that's what I'm going for. Uh, my Van Helsing was Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Pauses. Everyone goes to Google. He was Negan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Someone mm-hmm. been watching The Walking Dead lately? No, I hate it. I just here's a list I watched. Seemed right. <laughs> Uh, I think he has the right look, the right feel, the right kind of like gritty, alone, hunter type of guy. Uh, and I think he would do a good job to so Jeff D. Morgan. I mean, I agree with you. He's got the look. Uh, I didn't even get that far in The Walking Dead. I haven't seen him in anything. Yeah. Uh, I can't picture him. He can play badass. Uh, Jake? Who do you vote for? You know... As I, because I didn't recognize him immediately, but then I pull him off and I know who he is. Yeah. I don't know. I have to like Bruce Willis at this point. Oh, you know what sells me a little bit? I forgot. Hmm. Jeffrey Dean Morgan is the comedian in Watchmen. Yep. Okay, you're basing that off of the comedian, not off of how good he'd be as Van Helsing. But he, I think, I think Viggo Mortensen is. Is too good as Van Helsing. I think Viggo Mortensen is too fat to be Van Helsing right now. <laughs> okay, he's less fat than Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I 100% doubt that. You see the green hmm. book? Dude's big. He's I did not. In the front of that car. That was required for the role. I don't think so. I don't think uh, like, anyone. Fine. I don't think anyone in the 50s and 60s was that big. <laughs> it wasn't the average. 
I'm going to vote Jeffrey Dean Morgan. He's great. I I actually vote Vigo. Oh, damn yes. it. All right. Sorry. Yes. That's all right. Well, as always, at the end of our podcast, we are going to pick the movie for next time. There's three we have to choose from. A uh, movie that came out last week, a movie that comes out this week, and a movie that comes out next week. Uh, Captain Marvel. Us. And The Beach Bum, a uh, Harmony Corinne movie starring Matthew McConaughey and Snoop Dogg. Jesus, that was a lot of interesting words thrown at me all at once. Yep. That comes out next week. This week, uh, Us comes out, and last week, um, Captain Marvel came out. The Beach Bum movie poster looks really fucking weird. Yep. I mean, it's Harmony Corinne, so it's going to be... It's going to be weird. I... Here's my issue. I definitely wanted to see Captain Marvel. Yeah. I definitely wanted to see Us. Honestly, yeah. there hasn't there hasn't been like a, a horror movie oh, or a man. thriller in a while that I'm like I I want to see that. But I For definitely sure. want to see that. I'm yeah. so scared to see that movie and so excited. I didn't realize it was coming out so soon. Yep, Friday. I didn't realize it was going to be having nightmares next week. Yep. Uh, do we want to do Captain Marvel and Us? Yeah, I mean, probably going to get around to the beach bum too, but. Uh, I mean, I saw Captain Marvel. Uh, I will prepare, be it. Prepare for me and Ben to argue about it. Uh, and <laughs> I I, I'm it so excited to see us. I didn't realize it was coming out so soon. Yeah. Because like I just saw a trailer for it for like like two weeks ago. I guess horror movies just don't get quite as wide of a, a, hmm. a spread. But like Jesus, that it looks so and so good. It looks great. So I those mean, two. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Captain Marvel and us. You ready for that? Uh, Thanks as always for joining us on Roman Cinema. We will see you next time.